Hey guys, welcome to the Provokers Podcast, where we talk about things that you probably should too. Today I'm joined by... Hey guys, this is Noah. And this is John, also known as Jeeben Stevens. Yep, and uh, I am uh, Ethan, otherwise known as FlabsXE Gaming on YouTube, and a couple other things as well. Um, so, I, I because today is a serious topic, I don't want to flood it with headlines, so I actually don't have any. But we can do small talk, because it's been a week since we last talked. Um, so, how have you guys been? Well, I'm alright. Just all anything right. uh, important? I mean, it is a slight addiction to Dying Light and that franchise, but other than that, not much really. So, when you say slight addiction, do you mean, like, staying up till 3 a.m. with the boys, or are you talking just, like, you play it on occasion? I play every day when I get home from work until, like, dinner. So. Okay. That that explains why on Xbox I see you, like, your, your it says Noah Dog is online, like, 15 times, because it's like you're playing the game in different intervals, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so John, anything, I mean, you're, you you were just moving, so is there anything? Yeah, so yeah, we're getting settled in here in my new place. I have unpacked my stuff, so I'm no longer on the floor, which is amazing. <laughs> I'm no longer on the floor. <laughs> Sorry, you said that was on the floor. Yes, and I've been playing a lot of the game Hades, um, because I, it was on sale, and I was like, man, I like Greek mythology. And a friend of mine had played it, and he's like, yeah, I think you'd like it. And I did, I did like it, and I've played, like, 25 hours in the past week. Yeah, don't don't tell me anything about that, because I plan to do that on my channel at some point, because I've been told by Jack himself that the game is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I plan to play it on my channel at some point. I know it's a quite, quite long game, especially if you're trying to, like, not 100%. It, I mean, obviously it would be if you did it. Right. But there's, like, even just to complete the game itself, it's, like, a good amount of hours, so... Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's that's cool. I um, speaking of games, I um, Prime Day was just recently for us. Obviously, by the time you guys listen to this, it'll be it'll be like a week ago. Um, so Prime Day happened, and I had a I had an Amazon gift card balance already, and I go on Amazon Prime. And I'm just searching for really anything. I'm I was I was actually searching for uh, PCs because I'm like, oh, this would be a good time to get it because they're on they'd be on sale. A lot of the ones that were on sale I didn't want because they were like either five hundred dollar ones or they were like three thousand dollar ones, and I'm like, yeah, that's both out of my price range because I don't want something low budget because then it's going to be garbage or, and I don't want some, and I would want it, but I don't have the money for the $3,000 one. So I'm like, okay, so I can't get those. So I started searching for just video games. Cause I'm like, you know what? Let's, let's find some video games to do on the channels. Um, and you guys know about the game, uh, Mar plus rabbit sparks of hope. Yeah. Yeah. That game is, it's a Nintendo game. It's 60 bucks. Uh, normally, especially if like you, you go into GameStop or something, it was on sale for 20, and I had a gift card balance of 25 So I basically got it for free. <laughs> um, nice. Because the gift card, I didn't buy the gift card. I, got, I did it by getting surveys, like doing surveys online. So I essentially, for like 10 minutes of surveys, I got an entire $60 game for free. So I, I'll Thanks. take that in. Yeah, I'll take that any day. Um, I also got a new HDMI cord because those were on sale. They were like 10 and I got it for like 3 It was a really good deal. So yeah, I hope everyone took advantage of Prime Day that wanted to, because um, it's it's a decent it's a decent event because there's essentially site wide there's like a bajillion stuff that's on sale. There are, there obviously is some that's not, but a lot of it is. So I was able to take advantage of it. And I hope you guys were getting some th- cool things too. I noticed the uh, the I'm not going to say her name because she's in the room, but the the A's like their Amazon's products. Um, those were like you could get like I think one of the deals was you could, if you got two of them you got two for free, which is nuts. 
um, mm. because to me they're super useful and they um, I I use the third gen I think it's third gen because it, it's it's the best for sound quality and I mainly use it for sound uh, like playing music and stuff so I didn't take advantage of that specifically because we already have enough as is and it didn't need four more <laughs> so I didn't worry about that um, but I noticed that, that that was a deal so but yeah is there anything else you guys needed to talk about or yeah I. Well, not really. All right. Well, aren't you guys just boring? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Thank you. Oh, is that point? Is that minus? Well, hang on, I'm getting a phone call. Is that the minus fifteen points? Is that you calling? Oh, you want to talk to Noah? What? Okay. Wait, wait, did, did, <laughs> did you forget did, I'm the host, Noah? <laughs> sort of. Okay. Well, that's a mistake you won't make again. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I think it will. He he will make that mistake again, but same thing. Um. Speaking of uh, something I forgot to mention in the moving episode, actually, is I've, I've since I've moved, I've been a- able to actually try a lot of different stuff. So I've tried Popeyes recently. I've tried Tim Hortons recently, which is mainly in Canada, but they have stores in Buffalo um, and other, I think, and some other ones. But I think it's mainly those two places. Um, I was able to try. Ooh, what did I just try the other day? Oh, I tried durian, uh, which is the famous like smelly fruit or whatever. Um, and I've tried, there's another thing I tried. Oh, yeah, I tried Firehouse Subs as well. Because we didn't, all of the stuff we didn't have where I was before. Um, Popeyes, my rating of them is they're really good right now. I just need to try a chicken sandwich because we got the just the normal chicken. And I think I let, KFC was crunchier, but in terms of taste, Popeyes was better. Um, but I need to try their chicken, their crispy chicken sandwich because after that, I can make it a, a make a final verdict of what's better. Um, Firehouse subs like destroys every other sub shop I've been to besides like mom and pop shops. Mom and pop shops are always outweigh like chains, but Subway's garbage. Subway's bottom tier at this point for me. Um, I've never had um, Jimmy John's, but I'm not really too interested in that. I've tried Jersey Mike's. I would say it's, it's second. I would say is a good is a good second because they're pretty good. But I actually Firehouse... just had. Go ahead. I actually just had Jersey Mike's for the first time in a while. It was pretty good. What, what sub did you get? I don't remember what it was called. I just remember it was pretty good. Well, what was on it? It was like ham and this weird white sauce. I'm not entirely sure, but it was all right. So you got, okay, so it was like a, it was a cold sub. It wasn't one of their grilled ones. Yeah, it was a cold one. Yeah, I, I usually, when I go to Jason Max, I usually just get the, the hot ones because I have, I mean, their tuna's good, but I, I really like their Chipotle chicken. Um, it's not for the spicy, just but just for the taste of it. It's really good. Um, but yeah, if you have a firehouse uh, near you, I'm just talking to anyone at this point. If you have a firehouse near you and you haven't tried it, you should absolutely do it. Plus, what's nice about firehouse is they donate some of their a lot of their proceeds to actual firefighters, which is, I think, an amazing cause, obviously, as it is already. Um, and you get a great sandwich on top of that. So to me, it's just a no-brainer. Um, if you do try Firehouse and you're not sure what to get, a staple for that I got was a Philly cheesesteak, which, and for, as someone who's not living in Philly, I would say that's as close as Philly subs as you're going to get besides a mom and pop shop. Like, if you go to Jersey Mike's, their Philly's okay. If you go to Subway, there's not even Philly cheesesteak. So, yeah, it's the closest you're going to get. Um, Tim Horns, my verdict against because because it's Tim Horns versus Duncan, typically. I would say... Tim Hortons, their breakfast sandwich is a little better, except they don't toast their bagels, which I find a little strange, but it must, must be a Canadian thing. Um, 
and their coffee is really good. It's just, it seems inconsistent. Like when I order the same thing multiple times, it's different every time, which I'm not opposed to most of the time, but sometimes I like mine a bit uh, bitter, like more bitter than what they're doing. So it depends. Um, and I tried their Timbits, which is essentially their answer to the Dunkin' Munchkins. Um, and there were some flavors that were better. There were some that were not. So my overall verdict is if you have, if you have both right next to each other, then go, you could go to either. If you have a Tim Horns closer, go to Tim Horns. If you have a Dunkin' closer, go to Dunkin'. That's kind of, kind of my assumption. Um, but I'm a, I'm a complete sellout. So either, either store, if you want to sponsor us, I literally just, I don't care which one you can fight over it. Even I don't, I don't care. Just give me money and we'll, we'll promote your product. Right guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take fair money. I'll, I'll promote anything. Come on. I yeah, do exactly. like money. They, they, yeah, print that on a t-shirt, baby. I like money. <laughs> and uh, um, Yeah, so uh, I think I... Oh, 7-Eleven was the thing I was thinking of. Yeah, 7-Eleven. So 7-Eleven is notoriously like a... I thought it was a gas station, but it's not a gas station. It's a, it's a store that is sometimes attached to a gas station, but the gas station is never owned by 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, and I Grubhub 7-Eleven because on Prime Day, actually, Grubhub teamed up with Amazon so that if you had Amazon Prime, you got a twenty uh $20 or $15 voucher on Grubhub. And I thought that's amazing. So I did that. Um and I ordered a burger because I was skeptical. I'm like a burger from 7 Eleven, let's try it. I ordered a taquito um and I ordered a drink and a and a cup of fruit. All of it was good. The burger was, was like the burger was like if you got a burger from 7-Eleven. I don't know else how to how to describe it. It was like if you went to a convenience store for a burger, that's what it tastes like. The taquito, on the other hand, was amazing. I would definitely order that again. I don't know what they're doing with those, but it was a taco and cheese one. Really good. Um, and I would highly recommend it. But yeah, the burger was okay. Um, and the the drink that they got, I was it was one of their drinks, and it was really good. Um, it wasn't a slushy. I didn't think to get those. But uh, yeah, so overall, pretty pretty decent. But yeah, so it's allowed me to try different things. I plan on trying even more things. There's actually a Korean barbecue place nearby, which like Korean barbecue sounds like one of the best things in the world to me because it's like I love uh, Korean food as it is. Um, so yeah, it's it's been pretty exciting. I mean, I didn't like the idea of moving initially because I don't like change. I'm not a person that likes change. I don't know if I mentioned this because we had a bad habits episode, and I don't think I mentioned this either. But I, I, I'm not a person that likes change. If something's perfect or not perfect, but if something's like really good the way it is, my opinion on my opinion on it is why did why change it? Why would you change it? Um, so I'm not a person that likes change. So initially, I wasn't okay with the idea of moving. But now that we're actually settled in and we're moved, uh, I still don't like being far away from family. I don't like that part of it. But that, there's something you can do about that. Um, but I do appreciate all the different things I was able to try in just the short time span I've been moved because I've only been moved for half of the month now so but it's been pretty cool so i mean I, this is really just a message to to you guys to try new things because it sometimes you might not like the thing initially but you might like it you might like the outcome of it because it's that's what happened to me i didn't like the idea of moving but the outcome of moving has been pretty decent of course there's going to be flaws like i don't know if john's new house has some flaws but mine sure is, mine sure as heck does uh like my doorknobs don't work um the ceilings are a bit low i think i mentioned that, those in the last episode but it, there's always there's always going to be halts you got to get over um and uh this is actually a perfect segue without even realizing to the episode today so we've done abortion that i was that the first that was the first one wasn't it was pretty early on for sure yeah. 
It was. Yeah, it was abortion. Then it was mental health, which was just a general one. Then we had feminism. I remember that one specifically. We had... The fifth one was the LGBT one, but that was the last time. What was the fourth one? Oh, no, we had a fourth one. Oh, guns, guns are the problem. No, guns were the problem with it was the most recent one. The, was, the allies one was the, the fourth one. Okay, I get it. So, yeah, either way, those are the past five we've done. I'm going to do the the serious topic for today is relating to the second one, but it's 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 delving more deep into it, into a more serious topic. So there's no jokes here. We're going to just have a serious conversation um, because the topic today is related to suicide because it is a big it's a big thing in it's really everywhere. But in the United States, especially, especially among uh, teenagers and young adults, which is primarily our audience. So I wanted to have a conversation about this today. Um, because to me, it's a really important topic. And as someone who has gone through someone that's done this, I come from a place where I can, I feel like I'm able to speak about it mm. and uh, try and give my, just, just give my advice to things. And you don't have to take any of our advices. Um, but if you like with what we're saying today, the whole point is being able to talk because a lot of people don't like the idea of that. And a lot of people are scared to talk because they're scared that they're going to get hurt again, or they're scared that people are going to like think less of them. So that's what we're doing today. We want to have just have a nice conversation. There's no jokes here. Um, so let's just get started, I say. And uh, I'll start with this, a story that I've kind of told already, but I'll reiterate it. Actually, I, I told this story all the way back at the beginning of this podcast itself when mm -hmm. we talked about uh, Girls Are Complicated, um, which I don't know how it came up, but it was a girl-related story. So I, I guess I just told it. Um, so during COVID, I had a friend that I had been friends with since really kindergarten. Um, and we, uh, we were pretty good friends, but she had to move to Washington because her dad had a job opportunity there that he couldn't say no to. So we had, they had to go over there. Um, so we were essentially, I lived in New York at the time, so we were essentially across the world. So it, it, like, we couldn't meet up really. And the only way we were able to talk was either through online or video calls. That was really it. Um, and then the school year started the one where COVID was primarily cause COVID cut off the uh, one of the school years, but that, it was the next one after that. Um, and it, we got like, I would say halfway into the school year and all of a sudden she goes quiet. Like we had, we had talked pretty much every day, uh, ever since she moved. And then one day she just went quiet and I, I immediately, my sensors went off being like that. Something's not right. And so I, I text her, um, and I don't get a response. And the next day I get desperate and I call her, I call her mom and I'm like, Hey, is everything okay? Is she, is she all right? Um, and her mom was like, yeah, she's fine. She's doing this and this and this. Um, she didn't actually put her on the phone cause she wasn't there at the time. Um, and so I'm like, okay, maybe she's busy. And so I didn't want to bother her. So I didn't, I didn't like respond. Um, five days pass and I tried texting her again, still nothing. So I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe she's just busy. I don't want to intrude on whatever she's doing. Um, and then I want to say about two weeks later, not two weeks later, sorry. It'd be, it'd be a week after the five days. I get a call from her mom uh, telling me that she had committed suicide a couple of days ago. Um, and initially, honestly, when I initially heard the news, like when she uh, first said it, I was just sitting there holding the phone just in silence. Like I couldn't say anything, like nothing I would say at that point would fix it. Cause that's what, that's what my mind went to is like, nothing I can say at this point will fix what just happened. And I couldn't like figure out, what to even do at that point. I was, like I said, I was just sitting there holding the phone and like, 
uh, the, her mom was talking to me and I was just pure silence. I couldn't say anything. Um, and, uh, you know, I said, I, I, I apologized to her. Um, and then I just hung up really. I didn't really say too much. And I just, I, and again, I put the phone down and I just kind of sat there because I, I was in the midst of trying to contemplate, uh, or trying to process what just happened, like what, what I was just told. And initially, like immediately I go to like, okay, is this, is this fake? Am I dreaming? What is, what is happening? Um, and so like, I'm, again, I'm just sitting there for, I would say like a solid 20 minutes. I was just sitting there and eventually it caught on to me that this was actually happening. This was something that I like, initially my thought was I could have prevented this somehow. Um, if I had just paid more attention to her, if I had just like talked with her more often, if I had budged on those uh, days, she wasn't talking, um, and all that kind of stuff, then it could have been prevented. Um, and it was just not a great time. Because obviously losing someone that close to you is like, it, it's essentially a jab in the heart. It's essentially like if you took a knife, stabbed me in the heart and twisted it, that's exactly what that felt like. Um, and so it, it just wasn't like, I, I, I told my teachers uh, during the school year, I'm like, I can't do anything for a couple weeks. And I told, I told one of them why, so they could relate to other teachers. Cause I didn't want to, I didn't want to bother all the other ones. Um, so I'm just like, Hey, could you, because one of the teachers was super nice. She was amazing. And so I knew she would do it for me. Um, but I told her like, yeah, I, I literally can't work. Cause I, I couldn't think for weeks. I was like done for days after that. I couldn't think I couldn't work. I couldn't, I like, there's days where I didn't even want to get out of bed. It was just awful. And so I, I just had to tell her like, Hey, I can't do whatever the assignments are for this week or next week. Even, um, could you relay that to the teachers? It was just awful. Um, and in this, in the, at last, or in the girls are complicated episode, I mentioned that the, the, she had left a note, she had left notes for like certain people. She had left notes for her mom, for her dad, for a couple of her other friends. Um, and she of course left one for me and, uh, her mom sent me the, not the actual letter itself, but she sent me a picture of what the letter said. Um, and like, after I read the letter, I'm not going to repeat it, but after I read the letter, I'm just like. Even even more so, I'm just like, this could have been prevented. I could have done something. Why didn't I? And I started getting upset with myself um, because that's just what my mind went to at the time. That was just, that was my way of coping almost with it was to like say to myself, you could have done something. You could have been better than this. She died because of you, essentially, is what was going through my mind. Th those couple of days I was in bed, that's all I thought about. Um, and I wouldn't call it depression, really. Um, but I was definitely beating down my, on myself and I was definitely upset with these, with the situation. Um, even to this day, I'm still not fully um, accepting of the situation of how it went with myself. Um, but I, I've come to terms now that I know there's nothing I could have done because she was on the other side of the world. Um, and you know, the thing I think about is like, yeah, I, I could have budged more, but I worry that she, uh, the outcome would have been the same because she wasn't responding to my initial text anyway, or in my calls even. So that's my, I've come to terms with like that. Essentially I couldn't have done anything different. Um, I'm still not completely accepting of the timeline of things. Um, like I don't like the timeline we're in where she's gone, but I've come to terms with, I guess the, the fact that it's not entirely my fault. Right. And that, that's an important step. Um, but I just wanted to mention the. I just want to re-add the story in because 
that's just to just to get grounded so that maybe if any of you listening have stories like that, we can connect a little bit more. Um, because that's something that happened to me as well. It's obviously going to be different for each person, but that's something happened to me that I just wanted to reiterate in case you forgot, because you might be new as well, because the Girls Are Complicated episode was episode four in the Mm. whole podcast thing. So it was a long time ago, so you could be new. But I just wanted to lay a ground foundation so we can all connect together and have this conversation. Um, Now, with John and Noah, you guys only tell what you're comfortable with. I do not want you just telling... Uh, something that you're not going to be comfortable with. So only do that if you're comfortable with whatever you're saying. Um, but if, if you don't want to tell a story, you don't have to. Just talk about the topic itself. Talk about your feelings on it, like anything you want. This is just an open-ended conversation. I'm not really calculating points. We'll see at the end uh, how I'm going to – I'll have to figure out how I'm doing that. Um, but, yeah, just, just have an open-ended conversation, I would say. Right. I mean, I have a story similar to yours where I had a – good friend of mine who chose that option um this was also around covid time this friend of mine we were on the same track team and the the track team at least for my track team we were all very close we they were like siblings to me and after i moved i didn't talk to these people very much which i all i felt back then and even so more so now um about not being able to stay in touch with everyone and then one day i was sitting in my room just you know watching youtube and someone i was friends with on snapchat messaged me and be like hey um could you talk on the phone and i'm like i don't talk to this person like very much at all but like that and so I was like, yeah, sure. I'm not doing anything. I imagine this is somewhat important. Is they reaching out to me to ask me if I want to talk on the phone? And then they told me what happened. And similar to what you were saying, like I didn't know what to say. I was like, I, I, I wasn't expecting this. This, I didn't even know they were upset, and. A lot of people were feeling that way from when I reached out to some of my other friends who knew him. And they were like, yeah, we we didn't know he was hurting. And I think that's part of the problem, is that people don't always reach out to others when they're hurting and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are many stories I could tell, but... Due to the sensitivity of them, I'm going to decide not to tell many today if I decide to tell any at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say is the suicide rate, and this is actually working out perfectly because I just looked this up not too long ago, but um, as of 2021, I believe, or 2020, uh, the suicide rate is up higher than it's ever been. The sad part, though, is who makes up most of that suicide rate? And you might think women, but it's actually males. It's yeah, actually... Yeah, 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 you're exactly correct. I believe... Let me even just look up the 2023 version, um, because I believe it's actually uh, more uh, since then. Because like you said, it's, it's, it's higher than it's ever been um the male thing is correct i believe males make up it was a massive percentage it was higher than i thought it was it was like more than 60 
if I remember correctly, about every five to six minutes-ish, if this is correct, about every five to six minutes-ish, a male commits suicide. Crazy. Yeah. And, um... That's the statistic I saw a while back. Men men die by suicide four times more than women do. So on average, there's 132 suicides per day. And tw- this is 2023. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, you're 100% right. And I think I think obviously bringing in like this kind of numbers is it's it's scary the amount of like numbers it is. Um, and Noah, Noah came to me at some point uh, through Discord being like, hey, we should do a, a men's mental health one. And I'm like, yeah, we could. Um, I would want to save, I was going to save it for like uh, at a later date because we had just done a mental health one in general, not not too long ago. And I believe we did talk about men's mental health in that one too. Um, but I mean, there, you, it doesn't hurt to talk about it more because honestly, it's a situation where a lot of men um, are like, they're, they don't reach out really um they don't reach out they don't um they feel like oh if i just keep going it's it'll get better which honestly just the the way life works sometimes it doesn't sometimes it even gets worse right um and i think no no brought this uh noah brought up a good uh idea too for me that i want to bring up there was this uh woman that wanted to try something she was essentially she wasn't transitioning she was just want she just wanted to like dress like a guy um, her goal was to dress like a dude for a year and, um, just see what happens, like see how different it is and like, see how differently they're treated. Like I said, she wasn't like gender transitioning. She wasn't, uh, doing that. It was just a test really. Um, she changed her uh, name, I think to a guy's name. She changed her, um, like she started, uh, I think she started working out a lot more to look more buff or something, whatever, whatever process she did. Cause, cause she was trying to look as like as more like a man as possible um and so she did this and i think it was i i really should look up the story so i can confirm the numbers and stuff i think it was around halfway through her journey or or maybe it was the end of it she actually ended up committing suicide because she mentioned before she did this that she was being so horribly treated by other women like she was being talked down to, she was being treated horribly, and like all this other stuff on top of that, and that they have so these males have so much pressure on them immediately. They have so much like, uh, like women have so much uh, result. Oh, what's the word I want to use? Resentment um, uh, for them. Um, and like she, they would be, she, they would make fun of her. It's just like she was essentially being berated every single day, and she couldn't take it anymore. And she unfortunately you know, did what she did. Um, and I think that's like a powerful story in the sense that she like, people don't understand. And I'm not saying that like women don't have problems. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is men's problems are often overshadowed by either, Oh, man up or, Oh, if you were a real man, you would do this. Or like all these phrases that are said like nowadays, that were like, oh, you're a man. Well, you don't get to have emotions, or oh, you you don't get to speak about your emotions, or whatever. Um, I... Yeah, you can interject. All right, thank you. Um, I actually know the story you're talking about, and if I remember correctly, it was about a year and a half, maybe two years after she did that, uh, where she dressed up and started working out, that she 
then chose to commit suicide. Okay, and I... So... Yeah, keep going. I, I was just saying it was, like, longer than I thought it was then. Yeah, and I believe, actually, she had a video or two that was on her laptop when it was found. Basically just saying what some of her experiences were and detailing just how badly men are mistreated. And yeah, and I want to reiterate too, we're not saying women, all women are terrible. We're not saying that at all. <laughs> what we're trying to say is that a lot of, I would say modern day women, I'm sorry, um, will like, there's something about it. I don't know. It's just men aren't treated as well as they should be. And I think that's the major problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm not trying to stir anything, but I will say this. A lot of women are kind of making it hard for men to do what they're supposed to do. Because even if you're a man, and I've even had actually a few interactions where I was doing what I was supposed to do, yet somehow I still got yelled at for it. And that's the thing that people don't think and I see any man really because for a while I was a cashier at uh, Weiss people came in, looked at me they knew I was human but they treated me like every other person they treated some were good, some were bad most of them were bad mm-hmm. it's all based on how you treat one another if you were sh- if you show more kindness to one another, then I think the suicide rate would actually be helped somewhat. But as okay. soon as humanity keeps going the way it's going, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. And frankly, this problem is growing and it square- scares me quite a bit. Yeah, and I, I want John to say something in a second, but I- this is a scary statistic I just found. One in five men don't even want to get out of bed in the morning. Because they, they feel so underappreciated and undervalued and like they get they get harassed all the time. Like one in five. We have five people in our friend group. That's that means one of like, like statistically, one person in each friend group is having that problem. Mm. And like that's that's so sad. Like that's so sad to hear, you know. But John, I want you to uh, interject. Yeah, I was um I think I agree with Noah about the it's all about how it, people are treated if you treat somebody like garbage they're gonna feel like garbage and if you do that long enough like it's it's not healthy and it causes like a lot of this when i was talking about my friend who had committed suicide he he didn't leave a note but it was through the speculation of people talking about what had happened who he was around in that time period, he was being bullied. He was being put down every single day and he didn't talk about it. He didn't say anything because that's what we were taught is we, we don't talk about it. We just deal with it. And clearly he couldn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing with males is females like are expected to cry, right? We've talked about this just in the I, either the feminist episode or was even the mental health episode that women are expected to cry and men are expected to be strong. They're expected to not show any emotions. They're not expected to really 
they're expected to essentially take everything, right? Like if, if someone's insulting you, you stand there and take it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go and go about your day. Whereas the reality is, like what John just said, if you treat someone like garbage, they're going to remember you. And they're not going to like the situation that you, that you put them in. Whereas if yeah. you treat them nicely, they'll remember you uh, still, but they're going to remember you for being a good person. Whereas mm-hmm. in the previous scenario, they are like, because a lot of things too is men don't show if they're upset. So they're not, so like, they're not going to, the person doing that, either, whether it be intentional or not, is not going to know about it because some men are scared to reach out. Some men feel like they, they won't be qualified as a man anymore if they show an emotion or they feel that like people will make fun of them more if they show emotions or something, whatever. Um, but it's just that's that's one of the problems is because unfortunately a lot of people are scared to reach out, you know. Yeah. Well, what can also come from it is um, being a survivor of suicide myself. Um, it's where you're in this state of you believe you're a burden. But you also believe that because you're a man, you have to look like you're okay day to day and put on this smile and just go about your day like everything's okay. But the reality is that on the inside, you're broken and you need help and you want to reach out. You really do. But you don't know who to call. You don't want to call anybody because you're afraid no one's going to believe you. You're afraid no one really wants to talk to you. You're just afraid of all these different things. So you just build on... And eventually it gets to the point where you just lay in bed contemplating life day to day. And then eventually it comes to a lot of different things. And for some men, that's the end. And some, they choose to get out of bed and actually go make something. But it's it's a really tough time when you're in that pit and you just don't want to do anything. Just because you have no motivation and it's hard to do anything. Mm-hmm. And then, like, with my last jobs, they both had a impact on my mental health. And it, it really depends on what you do that's going to take a big toll on you mentally and physically. Because if it was something like being a cashier, you have to talk to people on a daily basis. And it could be some random person you don't know. It could be someone you do know. And then you also have to worry about how they're going to treat you. And I will say as a man, a man can take a lot. And I have seen men take worse than what I've got when I worked retail. And it it hurts to see because you can tell when a man is at their breaking point. You can just tell. But it's, it's sad to see how men are treated. And I'm sorry, I... If I'm making it sound like it's all about men, I'm not trying to make it sound that way. It's just, I'm a man. This is what I've seen more of. I'm sure if I was a woman, I could tell a different story or a different perspective, but this is what I've seen. Well, well, yeah, you're talking for you're talking from your own experience. You can't like, you know, you can't predict what other people have gone through. That's just impossible. So yeah, I mean, you're, we're, that's what we're all doing. We're all talking from our experiences, you know. Um, and obviously, suicide is a universal thing, but if you look at the statistics, men are more affected. So we're trying to, we're going to talk about all of it, obviously, but that's, that's why we got into this conversation now is because it's, it's a very scary statistic. Mm-hmm. Um, like all of them are. So like, it's, we want to get that as low as it possibly can, if nothing at all, if possible. Um, 
but you know, but that's that's why we're having a conversation because we want everyone to make sure that they can have a conversation. That's the entire mod- like uh, motto of the podcast. It's like talk about things that you probably should too because a lot of these, while a lot of these are joke episodes, like like the joke quest we talked about, John losing points in that last one of the last episodes or whatever. It's there. Those are all jokes, but the serious topics are the most serious that we could possibly get because they're so important to talk about in our in our day to day lives today. Because mm-hmm. there are problems affecting people, you know, like we talked about uh, feminism. I think actually that was the episode where we talked about men's problems too, because a lot of feminists are against men in general. Um, and we talked about like abortion because that's affecting both parties really. It's affecting uh, women and babies, like future babies and stuff. So. All these topics we're talking about are so important to just sit down and have a conversation with. If the three of us could be in a room together and just have it like uh, sit like in a classic podcast thing, we would totally do that. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's it's just it's it's important to just sit down and have a conversation, no matter what it is. All you just need to do is sit down, be honest with yourself, and let your emotions fly. If you if you start bawling because you're talking about something you care about, who cares? No one, no one, if someone's looking at you weird because you're crying, then you should get away from that person immediately. Because that, to me, tells, tells more about them than you. Because mm-hmm. you're showing your emotions, they're finding it strange, which is strange in and of itself, so you should leave immediately. And yeah. one thing I want to talk about, too, is, you know the classic saying, uh, friends come and go, but family's forever? Mm-hmm. While true in, in the theoretical sense, there's some parents that are just awful i'm sorry there's there's you know there's bad apples out there and there's some good there's there's my phrase that i've said on this podcast before is all kids deserve parents not all parents deserve kids mm-hmm. um and i 100 agree with that statement you don't have to but that's that's the way i look at it um now friends obviously can come and go i've experienced everyone's experienced that yeah. but if you're if you've had a friend group that's established that's been established for five years or more then that you are in the 1% of friend groups that stay till like the end. And so you need to like, uh, like cap, you need to make sure that that stays. You you want to keep the friend group that you have, whether it be three people or 10, doesn't matter how many people are in it. If that friend group has stayed consistent for like five years or plus, then that is a friend that then those friends that you have will stick with you to the very end. So I think it's also very important to connect with, uh, the people that, that in your inner circle or whatever, um and just honestly confront someone if, if someone said something to you that you're like oh i didn't i didn't appreciate that then tell them because they're not going to know otherwise if you don't tell them and obviously it's it's obviously like noah said before sometimes you don't you don't know who to talk to um and uh that, that can be an issue as well but it's just it comes down to like who do you trust the most if you right. trust a, a family member the most go to them if you trust like if you don't like trust your family all that much, but you trust one of your friends the most, go to them. Um, especially, like I said, if they're part of that group that's been with you for five years, because you know that they're going to sit there and listen. Because why else would your friend group have stayed this long if you guys didn't care about each other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just really important to just talk. That's the that's the main thing. That's what the primary thing about this episode is is just talking because that is the most important thing you, we can do to prevent suicide. It is the number one thing that we can do to prevent it because just sitting down, have a conversation, letting your feelings fly, letting them uh, be out and about whether, no matter what gender you are, it doesn't matter. As long as you're sitting down with someone and just letting your emotions fly if you need to, because sometimes it's good to just get it out because a lot of men ball it up. Uh, it's, I, I've, I'll be honest. Some, a lot of men do that. I've done it before 
And a lot, and you get to a point where, like what Noah said, you can tell when you're reaching your breaking point. Um, it's not just visible to other people; it should be visible to you too. Mm. So you need to be able to have a space where you can do that. And so, if you have good friends, let uh, you can have that have a space with them. If you trust your family more, you can have a tr- have a space with them. Whatever it is, doesn't matter as long as you're talking with someone. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So, but yeah, let's let's let. So Noah, what? Um, you can talk about something now because I want I want to get off of me and so we can all have a conversation. But you're you'd be next technically. What um what I do actually find scary is um the rate at that it the suicide rate is currently at because it's really showing just how many people don't want to open up or go find the help that they need, and it's sad to see because. I used to think maybe in society it was okay to open up about problems if you could and go find somebody to talk to, but really it's being shown that people are just starting to trust other people less and less, and honestly, I think that's probably one of the main contributors to why it keeps going up. But it's it's just sad. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was gonna say how like you know talking to people is is very important when it comes to this sort of thing when i was saying like my friend who did commit suicide i was very upset about it because like i i cared very much about this friend and um it affected me after that i was like talking to one of my friends pretty much every day and he was like hey i know you don't love to talk about it but you should you should talk about it and he would ask me like how i felt about it and made sure i i got my feelings out there made sure i was healthy which i I appreciate and i think if you can have a friend like that that is gonna be one of the best friends because if they can see when you're hurting and be like hey and like nudge you to being open about it and healing then it that that's a great place to be in yeah it is it's always very helpful but at least from my experience and what i found that when you are struggling as bad as someone could be struggling when you have a friend like that it's always so helpful to just have that support even if it's just that one friend because it at least helps you know like Okay, so someone does care about me, and uh, there's no reason for me to go to this choice mm-hmm. that would just be the wrong choice in the end. Right. Yeah, and I think back to like the friend thing. If you have like the perfect friend group to me is five to ten people, because it's if you have a massive like if you have like thirty friend groups, like sometimes you don't you you're gonna feel sad because you're not gonna be able to spend time with everyone, mm-hmm. like know in a reasonable amount of time because some people are doing this some people are doing that and like if you want to if you schedule time to spend time together like not everyone's going to make it because you have so many people that would be able to right whereas so for example i'll I'll take our friend group for example right now um we have five in this immediate friend group we all obviously have friends outside of this friend group um but in in, in our circle right here uh there's five of us and we've we've known each other like logan's been the old or not the oldest oldest in terms of like I should no, I should say newest. He's the newest one, which isn't new, but you know what I mean. Um, 
me and Axel were established like all the way back when we were kids. I think John came in and then Noah and then Logan. So, so we've, we've, but we've known each other. I would say we knew each other, each other all through high school and we were already friends in eighth grade. So that tells me that that's at least what that's five years, isn't it? Yeah. Five. Cause it's eight, so. ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th. Yeah. Right. And then obviously we're adding the year that we graduated because we were done with school at that point. So that's, that's six years. And once this year ends, it'll be seven. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having a friend group like that will drastically change how you how you can go about this because if you go if like if, i don't believe in best friends could be i think you can have multiple best friends i don't mm-hmm. i don't believe that you can only have one because that's stupid right. i think if the person like the per, the friend john just described is probably one of the like the perfect example of a friend someone that's going to be there for you all the way someone that's not someone that's going to not sugarcoat it and be like oh it's okay you don't have to show your feelings no it'd be like hey show your feelings i want to see it i want you to pour it out to me right now because they're showing they're telling you it is okay to do that there it is not i'm not going to hate you for it i'm not going to look at you weird for that i'm going to just i just want you to pour out your emotions and i want to see how you feel and i want you to talk about it like that that sounds like a great friend right there and if you have a group of five that all will do that, that's crazy, man. Like, it doesn't matter who you go to at that point. You can go to any of them and just be like, hey, here's how I'm feeling. I just want to, can I just, can I just rant to you for 10 minutes? And if you have um, friends that will do that, they'll just sit there. They'll sit there. Like, I had a friend do that to me um, a couple of years ago. I sat there and they were ranting for about 15 minutes. I didn't say a darn word. I just wanted them to pour it on me. And then we had a conversation after that because they just wanted to rant for a while. And sometimes that's all it needs. Sometimes that's all it takes. And, uh, you know, I don't get calls very often. So when someone, so when one of my friends is calling me, my, I make it a point to pick up immediately because I don't, they don't call me that often. So like we usually chat through discord or something. So if they're calling me with my number, I know it's immediately important. So I pick it up as soon as I can. I'm, I try to be near my phone pretty much as, much as i possibly can but sometimes i'm not but if i if i am i make it a point to like pretty much pick up immediately because if i'm seeing my one of my friends call me through my actual phone number then i know it's immediately serious because why why not if it wasn't serious why not just call me through discord or you know something else so i try to make it a point to do that ever since i lost my friend i made it a point to try and pick up immediately now obviously sometimes you can't and that's just how it works but that's that's the way I look at it, and obviously everyone can have their own opinions on how you view that kind of situation. But I just like being able to listen, and you know, I because I don't need to say anything. It's it's once once we once the conversation's open, we can both talk. But if they want, if they say, "Hey, can I just rant to you for like ten minutes?" I'm like, "Sure, go ahead, right now." And I'm not. I'll I'll put aside whatever I'm doing because I I don't want to just listen. I don't want to try and listen and while like editing or something. That's stupid. So I'll I'll put I'll push my stuff aside. And I'll just sit there and listen because that's that's what I try and do. Um, and I think that uh, a lot of other people should start doing that as well because I th- ranting is one of those things that sometimes you just got to do sometimes because it's it's getting stuff off your chest, it's showing your emotions especially, and you know it, it, it's good for you because it's not good to bottle it up. It actually has not only does it have mental problems, it also also affects your body physically. Um, like you become uh, your immune system gets damaged permanently if you start bottling stuff up inside. It's not good for you. So if you have like a bad day at work sometimes, like because we all we're all gonna have those. I don't work just yet, but I'm sure there's gonna be a thing down the line where I'm gonna be like, man, that day sucked. So if you have a bad day, just 
talk to one of your family members, or your friends, and be like, hey, can I rant to you for a couple minutes, or can I rant to you for like ten minutes? Because if you're on the receiving end, by the way, if you say yes, you don't know how much that can mean to them. Just saying yes, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to do that kind of stuff as well, because that that could help. That could really help, because you don't know how much someone's hurting at the time. They could not be showing their emotions initially, and then all of a sudden it pours out. So you because you don't know all the time. So it's always better. It's always best to if if you're if they're asking like, hey, can I rant to you for a little bit? Always say yes, because it's a really you don't know how much it could mean to them, and it could really help. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I've actually found um, that having the friend group that we do with the five of us, it's actually been quite helpful at times when I needed people to talk to or just something to get my mind off what was going on in a situation and I just needed a distraction. So it's actually been great having this friend group. Yeah, and uh, like I mentioned before, if you guys at home, uh, even if it's just two people, it really doesn't matter the the length of it. I I said five to ten just for me personally. It all depends on the individual. Mm -hmm. Um, But even if you have just one best friend, that's all you really need, Um, especially if you already have family members that are willing to sit down and talk with you as well. Because like like I said, I've mentioned that family is forever in the sense, but there's a lot of parents that are good, that are good at parenting and they are good listeners and like that kind of stuff so that's even better if you have both parents and friends that will just sit there and listen to you and stuff um yeah it's just it's just important to but you do have to make the first step you do have to be like hey can i talk to you or hey can i rant whatever it needs to be um so it's just important because you just got to talk that's what like i said that's what this entire episode's about um and that's what this podcast is all about or even do. So it's it's just very important. And I, that's why I keep emphasizing it for the fifth time, because I just want to make it clear that that's the best thing we can do as, as a society in general is to just mm-hmm. talk more often to each other, you know? Yeah, actually, as um, as the guy who actually wanted to do this podcast and kind of had the startup idea for this. This is actually one of the reasons as for why I wanted to start doing this with you guys, because it's a reason for us to talk more, and it actually, I don't know about you guys, but it helps me every Sunday. Just getting to hop on Discord and do the episode with you guys, just talking, it's always a great time, and I never have to worry about how it's going to go, because I always know at the end of the day that we're going to have a good time, regardless of how the episode goes. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, I mean, I, to a little behind the scenes too is we essentially got in a call together for I want to say three hours. It was a it was a long time. Mm-hmm. We got in a call with each other for three hours discussing the name of the podcast itself because we had an entire list. I don't know where we got the list from. I think we just came up with ideas for an hour yeah. and put them on a list. And I think John was the first one to mention provokers. I'm like, huh, provokers. That's a that's a that's a decent name. And so I looked it up to make sure no one else had it because and I'm thinking, oh, someone probably has it. There's a podcast called Provoked. But it's not even it's it's not the provokers. It's different. And so I'm like, oh, yes, it's not taken. Um, and uh, we landed on it because we all we all liked it. There was a different there's a second one that um, me and John liked, but we ended up on the provokers. And oh, the reason we came up with the provokers, though, is because when I first heard the name of the provokers, I somehow 
like uh, somehow uh, the catchphrase came to me. The the whole catchphrase is uh, where we talk about things you probably should too, because provoked, like you you got provoked into having a conversation, right? right? So I don't know where I came from. It honestly just happened immediately. So I don't know where it came from, but it's awesome that that came to me. And once I think Noah himself, when he heard that, he's like, "Oh man, we should do that then," because <laughs> it's like we already had a catchphrase. We had the name. The name was really good, and it wasn't taken. So. It was like a perfect combination, and like Noah said, it's an it's an excuse to talk every week, right? Because we record sometimes, but it's not like it's not a weekly thing, especially now that we're when we were moving because we didn't want to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's an excuse to talk every week, and uh, sometimes the topics are fun, and we can laugh, and we can have conversations about how much we hate somebody in particular or a company or whatever it may be. And then some weeks like this, if we had we get to sit down and have a serious conversation and have a like just have a moment with each other you know yeah so we are getting near the end what i want to preface though is uh in the description i did this in the mental health episode too in the description there is going to be the suicide hotline if you are experiencing any of the things that we talked about today um that number is always there they are active 24 hours or 24 24 7 um, and they will never say no. They will never say, no, sorry, we're, they're not going to put you on hold. They're going to sit there and listen. There are people that if you don't have friends or family that you feel comfortable talking to, they will sit there and listen to you rant or talk or whatever you're doing. So they will listen to that. Please call that. It will be in the description. Um, either it's on the description of anything. I don't know. I know different, different podcasting sites do it differently, but it should, wherever you find the description, it will be in there. Um, you could also Google it. You could just type in National Suicide Hotline. And the first number that pops up on Google, it will be there. So that's a thing as well. Um, and one, the, the thing I want to leave on is the best way we can make this better as a society is if you're listening, if you made it to the end of this, go to someone you love or someone you care about and tell them that. Tell them that you care about them. Tell them that you love them, whatever it is. Tell them that, that they are appreciated. And even better, give examples of why they're appreciated. Tell them why you like them so much or whatever it is. Because that's the because sometimes that's like if it comes out of nowhere, the person's like, wow, that's amazing. Like they're gonna feel great after that. So go to someone you love, whether it be a family member, a friend, whoever, go to them and tell them that you care about them. Because that is the most important thing that you could say to them. And it might be the best thing they hear all day. So it's just really important to go do that. I'd I'd advise everyone listening to go do that as well because it's just it's going to be a great thing for the person doing that and i I would hope they would even reflect on you and say oh i like i like when you do this or i love this about you it could just turn into a wholesome conversation as well but i would say go to do that because it's 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 amazing i love seeing videos of people doing that to strangers even um so yeah just please go do that tell them that you care about them tell them you tell them that you love them um, especially if you have a family member, please do that because sometimes family members can feel under- underappreciated as well. Um, so I think that's a good spot to leave it on, at least for me. Um, do you guys have any parting words? Uh, what I will say, and I think I did this at the end of the mental health one, but, uh, what I will say is, um, if you ever do find yourself in that pit or just struggling in general, just go talk to someone. It's really the best route to go about things. It always is better to uh, talk about anything you really want to talk about than holding everything in. I know from personal experience, and it's just get a help in the long term and in the long run. Go talk. That's the thing you should probably do. Hmm. 
All right. What What about you, John? Do you have any parting words or anything? And I mean, basically, like we've been saying this the whole time about like, be kind to people. You know, even if it's someone you don't know, you you never know what someone else is going through. So if you, you know, going by the store and you see the cashier person there, they're doing their job. Maybe they're not having a good day, but if you're kind to them, then that'll that'll make the day better and is honestly just a better way of going about it. So. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a, yeah. I mean, my uh, my mom's boyfriend. Uh, whenever they're whenever we're out and uh, at a restaurant or at the store or whatever, uh, the last thing he says to them, um, instead of just like goodbye or whatever, the last thing he'll say to them is "I appreciate you," and he'll walk out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he always says this to like servers. He says this to like cashiers, like John just mentioned. He tells it to really anyone in the, the that kind of industry because a lot of pe- those people definitely feel underappreciated. They feel very burned out and like that kind of stuff. Um, and you know, it's a really good message to like leave on. Just be like, "Hey, I appreciate you," and then you know, go about your day. Because, like I said before, that sometimes people just need to hear that, and that's like, and they just love hearing that, and it'll, it will make their day even better. So. I think that's where we can leave it on. Now, my problem is I have to figure out who won, which I never liked doing. Because um, it's, it's, I mean, like I said, if you made it to the end of this, you won already. You, you, the viewers are the winner. How about that? You know what? The viewers are the winners. Uh, if you made it to this episode, or if you made it to the end of this episode, um, or you did any of the things I just mentioned that you should go do to a family member or friend, then you are a winner. And uh, you're, yeah, so nobody wins. We'll figure it out next, <laughs> next episode, I guess. Um, but I shouldn't say nobody wins because that means everyone wins. I, it's, it's weird to say, but what I mean is like we all win today. We're not. We're not. I'm not. I'm not claiming a victor. The first time in the podcast history, I'm not claiming a victor because I don't want them to just do a host again because that's that. Then they'll be just a trend apparently. Mm-hmm. So we'll figure that out next week. Uh, who's doing what? It won't be me. It'll be one of those two. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not, I don't. I don't feel comfortable crowning anyone as the winner. So I'm not doing that. Um, so I guess I'll do the outro. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. We hope it provoked your conversation. Uh, this is a very important conversation, so there's no jokes here. Uh, I didn't want to make anything like punny or anything because it's, it's too serious for that. Um, but yeah, we hope, we hope we provoked your conversation because that's all that matters. Um, if you want to, you can even reach out to us even if, uh, if you want to, you can reach me on YouTube, Flabzuxy Gaming. Um, you can go in the comments and just type, Hey, uh, I'm feeling this way or whatever, or like, Hey, whatever it doesn't it doesn't really matter what you say i'm going to try and respond immediately because that's how i care about comments i try to respond as soon as i possibly can um you can find john john's not streaming at the moment he will probably eventually once he gets more settled in um he is on youtube right now jeebens feebens his switch is also jeebens feebens so you can actually follow him to get notified when he does stream um so and you can catch noah dog on <laughs> noah dog i don't know why i said that you can catch noah on xbox at noah dog 54 um, if you want to talk over there, there's Xbox, Xbox always has a messaging system in a voice chat. So if you want to go talk to him as well, you can do that. Um, I don't, I'm not going to promote the Patreon in this episode. Again, it's, a, it's another thing where I don't feel comfortable doing that. Um, we don't want your money for that kind of stuff. Um, which if you want to have a conversation that shouldn't cost any money, I don't, I don't agree with charging money for that kind of stuff. Um, plus, like I said, I just don't feel comfortable promoting something like, Hey, we're here, we're having a serious topic. Come buy our Patreon. I don't. I just don't feel comfortable with that, so I'm not going to do that. Um, but uh, unless you guys have any parting words, I think that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, like I said, the suicide hotline is in the description. Please call that if you need to. 
Um, it's very important that you do so if you have if you felt anything um, like what we were describing earlier in the episode. It's very important, so please go do that. Um, and like I said, if you don't if you can't find the description for whatever reason, just Google Su- National Suicide Hotline. Google is smart and it will immediately give you the number, so you can also just do that. Um, but thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for making it to the end of the episode, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode.